Nashville is very quickly catching up with Austin as a U.S. hotspot, but a slew of new bills could threaten local efforts to boost business in the city and possibly even deter tourists. This is TikTok. I'm Jennifer Zabasaja. Joining me on the podcast today is Bloomberg News legal reporter Eric Larson, whose story on this topic is featured in the latest issue of Bloomberg Businessweek. Hi, Eric. How's it going? I'm doing great. Hello. <laughs> well, thank you for joining us on, on the podcast today. So you say Nashville wants to be the next Austin. And for people who don't know what this means, can you just explain explain this and sort of what progress Nashville has made on this front? Uh, yes, uh, the Nashville Area Chamber of Commerce, they like to compare themselves to uh, other cities like Charlotte and, and Austin especially, um, where it has a reputation for being hip and cool, but also businesses moving there, innovators, technology companies, and they, they have had a lot of success on this fund. It's been a little indisputable. Last year, a big uh, money manager, Alliance Bernstein, announced it was moving its corporate headquarters from New York to Nashville and about a thousand employees building a new tower in downtown. And then uh, just in November, Amazon announced it was uh, going to open an operations center there and about 5,000 jobs and two new buildings. So they've had a lot of big successes and uh, they've been recruiting these companies uh, very uh, successfully. And what makes Nashville a, a smart business opportunity for, for corporate America at this point? What is it that they're seeing that they, they feel like their companies need to be there? Well, the first thing they like to point out is low taxes. There's no income tax. Uh, but they point out the overall a lower cost of living for employees, uh, affordable housing, uh, cultural amenities, even the weather they, they point out is nice. Um, and it's popular music scene. It uh, has the Grand Ole Opry, things like that. There's a lot going on in the city. Uh, but also they have access to, uh, as businesses, uh, they have access to an educated workforce. Um, lots they see it as a magnet city where people are moving there, young people that want to work in tech companies, things like that. So it's a sort of a, a, a combination of all of these factors that, that they sell to potential companies where they're looking for a new place to, to call home. Yeah, but then, you know, what's, what's fascinating about your, your feature is that you say there's a series of bills that are sort of getting uh, some business leaders concerned about sort of what's ahead in the city. Uh, can you just explain this to us? Well, yeah, that's what the story really boils down to is Nashville's image that it's been uh, pitching to these companies is, is a progressive, we could say it's a blue city in a very red state. And after the November elections, uh, Tennessee became even more red. Uh, the, the state House and Senate are both very much controlled by the Republican Party, at, and uh, the, the governor is a Republican as well. And they immediately started pushing some of these uh, laws seen as anti-LGBT. One of them uh, would allow discrimination against uh, same-sex couples by adoption agencies that are faith-based. Another would uh, discourage transgender students from using the bathrooms of the choice in schools, things like that. So the businesses... For them, they don't see this as a good look, considering that they promote their own internal diversity and inclusion, and just announcing these big moves to Tennessee, they're, they're worried about how it's going to look for their current and potential future employees. And what's the likelihood that any of these bills will, will actually get passed into law? Well, they're, they're still on, the Senate is still considering them uh, next year. So the adoption-related bill and the transgender student uh, bathroom access bill 
both were put off by the state Senate until the 2020 session, just as they were trying to vote on them. Um, so they're live issues until next year. They, they were widely seen as being uh, as, as bowing to pressure from businesses um, by delaying the votes. Um, one of the bills did pass, and that amended the state's indecent exposure law to specifically include incidents that happened in locker rooms and, and restrooms. And that was seen as, as targeting, in a way, transgender people, uh, possibly leading to harassment of them. And that actually did pass. And it was signed into law on May 2nd. Um, some of the other bills didn't get any traction at all. One that would have basically um, told government employees not to recognize same-sex marriage uh, that didn't even get considered in any committees or get any kind of vote. So uh, that that was seen as at least one one win. Do you feel like, you know, now that th- this is getting national attention, do you think there's a united front among corporate America to speak out against what is happening? And, and do you see that possibly killing any potential that these bills could become law in the future? It definitely seems like a possibility based on what we saw with the success of these companies banding together this time around. Uh, they signed an open letter, including Amazon and Alliance Bernstein and other companies like Salesforce and Dell that have uh, operations in Nashville and in Tennessee, uh, signed an open letter that uh, urged lawmakers not to, to pass these bills. Um, and then the bills were delayed until next year. So that was seen as a, a success. Uh, by the businesses. Um, they still, of course, have to face this again next year, uh, but it was definitely a win win for them, and it, it showed the power of, of, of businesses in Nashville, at least trying to influence the politics of Tennessee. Right, and then it's interesting, too, uh, Taylor Swift, <laughs> a, a pop culture uh, star, she she's even speaking out against it, right? Yes, she did. Uh, she even donated money to uh, the cause that was uh, uh, fighting against uh, the, the bills. Um, several of sports teams did as well. Um, and so you really saw a, a wide range of uh, entertainers and entertainment sports coming out against it as well, which, you know, that can definitely have an impact when you consider that uh, sports teams, you know, attract uh, fans uh, from a wide array of political beliefs. And when they see the teams and famous people like Taylor Swift coming out immediately against these bills, I think it, it, it does have some sway. Did you get a chance to go down to Nashville while working on the story? I did. I, I, I was there. It was a very cool place. I have to agree. It was my first time. <laughs> uh, I, was, I was pretty impressed. It was, it was buzzing. There was construction everywhere downtown, uh, cranes everywhere, um, lots of tourists. Um, it was clearly a lot going on. Do you see this possibly, you mentioned tourists, having an impact on the tourism industry there? Yeah, you know, I spoke with uh, the head of uh, an agency there that promotes visitors and tourism in Nashville, and they were very concerned about it. Um, they've uh, done a lot of work to get more tourists to come, and they did $6.5 billion in visitor and tourist revenue uh, last year in Nashville alone. Um, they even have a new London to Nashville daily flight uh, that British Airways told me is one of their best-performing startup flights. Wow! Uh, in years, so there's a lot. There's a lot going on. There's a lot at stake if they have develop a reputation uh, that could garner uh, bad attention nationwide and even internationally, as we saw in other places like North Carolina. Right. Right.
So it's definitely something that we're going to have to be watching for the next couple months, even potentially the next year, right? Yeah, they'll start debating these bills again uh, in January, actually. Right. Well, thank you so much for your insight, Eric. This is a really fascinating story in this week's Bloomberg Business Week. Thanks so much. Thank you. That's the TikTok for today. Thanks, as always, for listening. And if you like listening to us, please head over to iTunes and let us know what you think. I'm Jennifer Zabasaja. You can follow me on Twitter at Jennifer Lauren Z and get all your updates 24-7 at TikTok.